Hey guys, it's Maddie, and today I'm back on Strange Shenanigans and Odd Disappearances. Today, we are going to be talking about the disappearance of Amelia Earhart. We're going to cover who was involved, what went down, where it happened, and all the possible whys and hows. But first, let's start at the beginning. Amelia Earhart began aviation when she was just 24 years old. She learned so many tricks and flew various routes in her plane. She was published in many newspapers and caught the attention of a lot of people. In the year 1928, a publisher named George P. Putman made the suggestion that Amelia Earhart become the first woman to fly across the ocean. Putman had recently covered the story of Charles A. Lindbergh, who flew a solo, non-stop flight across the Atlantic Ocean. Later on, Amelia Earhart flew with two men from Newfoundland, Canada, to Wales, Great Britain. While Amelia Earhart only did the plane log for the two men pilots, this journey brought her a lot of fame. The three were honored with a ticker tape parade in New York, and Lady Lindy, as Amelia Earhart was nicknamed, was given a White House reception by the president, who at the time was Calvin Coolidge. On May 20th, 1932, Amelia Earhart took off alone from Newfoundland on her first solo non-stop transatlantic flight also the first done by any woman. She was headed towards Paris, but was blown off course due to weather conditions and landed in Ireland on May 21st after flying more than 2,000 miles in just under 15 hours. Amelia Earhart did continue in many new flight challenges and adventures. She fondly remembered wanting to be adventurous when she was younger, and now she was finally achieving it, winning various prizes and becoming all the more famous. Eventually, she decided to take on what no one had, flying around the world. Her goal was to set off from Oakland, Canada, and to land in Honolulu, Hawaii for gas as her first stop. However, on her first time trying to complete this flight, she landed in Honolulu, and upon takeoff, the plane had issues with its tires and had to be sent back to California for the necessary repairs to be made before she could take off again. Eventually, Earhart decided to fly her plane from California to Miami. This is where her navigator, Fred Noonan, would meet up with her, and they would take off for their global trip. They first went from Miami to South America, and then from South America to Africa, from Africa to India, India to South Asia, to New Guinea. The next part of their journey would be the final leg of their trip. It would be over 7,000 miles of ocean until they could reach the mainland again. The United States had a small island called Howland Island that they were going to use for Earhart and Noonan's refueling of gas and supplies. The U.S. deployed many ships such as the Coast Guard Cutter Itasca to help with this harder part of the journey. As the pair approached Howland Island, Earhart radioed in that they were low on fuel. There were many difficult attempts for the communication to get through between the plane and the help below. The Itasca suddenly could no longer pinpoint the location of the plane or Earhart and Noonan. Earhart circled the Itasca, but she could not see the ship, which was putting up lots of fumes and smoke to help to direct her on where to go. Amelia Earhart then shared in her final message that they had 30 minutes of fuel left but were no closer to landing than they were before, but they needed to land soon. 
Soon after, all contact was lost, and the Itasca believed that Amelia Earhart tried to land her plane. Earhart and Noonan had also resorted to using the incorrect frequency, but due to the technology the Itasca was using, none of the messages were able to be interpreted. A huge search entailed. The U.S. Coast Guard and government tried to find the plane or bodies of the two, but could not find anything. The surrounding waters and even small islands were searched extensively, but no sign of airport or Noonan could be found by anyone. Some people have theorized that Earhart and Noonan crash-landed onto an island, but were killed by the large three-foot crabs, known as coconut crabs. Others think that they ran out of fuel and crashed, while many others would say that they successfully landed and somehow survived without anyone knowing. Some more radical theorists think that it could be some form of a cover-up by the government, but the most likely more scientifically-backed answer is that the plane crashed and both drowned. There is a lot we still do not know about the crash, and some things we honestly may never figure out or get more of an explanation on. Amelia Earhart's husband, George P. Putnam, spent years and tons of money trying to find her with his own ocean exploration teams, but to no avail. But thank you guys so, so much for tuning in to today's episode. Make sure to give this episode a thumbs up and subscribe to my channel to see more. See y'all next week. Bye!